And welcome, it's our final Zav Chat for Term 1 of 2023 with our school captain, Nick Francis, and our principal, Mr William Bill Doherty, and a very special guest as we uh, are Easter bound. Father Chris Middleton, our rector, has kindly joined us. Bill, what about a warm welcome for Father Chris? Uh, wonderful to have you, Father Chris, as uh, co-leaders of the school and a really fitting way to round off our first term with Zav Chat. Uh, Father Chris... Kairos, of course, coming up as it does every single holiday period. Um, you're outstanding in how you lead and guide that particular program, and it obviously survives so well on those who come back to it. So maybe just for our listeners there, just a little bit about you know what is Kairos? Thanks, Bill, and good morning, everyone. Um, Kairos Retreat has been going now at Xavier. Uh, this is our 40th one coming up, and We've got uh, 37 Year 12s going for four days next week. So it's a voluntary retreat, always in holidays. And I think that's one of the keys for its success. Um, it also relies very much on peer ministry. So seven of the students are Year 12s that have previously done the retreat. And we've got two young old boys from 2019 also helping with the retreat. I, I think its value is that it focuses very much on relationships, relationship with self, with others and with God. Um, it's unapologetically religious, but it also, um, I think, speaks to boys at very different levels of their experience, and it's very much experiential. Um, we push them very hard, but at the end of it, uh, they come back, I think, uh, very much, I think, affected at different levels according to their own individual context. I think that's part of its success, that it does work with our students at different levels where they are at, and that's an important part of the experience. And Father Chris, the simple reality is that it's always oversubscribed. Yes, there's uh, a waiting within, list. Within 24 hours of it going out, it's 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 full. So um, the boys obviously see something really special in it as well. Yeah, I think I think the for in a boys' school especially, the ability for boys to have a space where they can talk and share and listen is so important and that's very much at the heart of the experience. Um, there are a few confidential aspects of the retreat which also intrigue them and others, but it's a, it's very much, I think, an experience of of understanding that everyone has a story um, and that changes how you see things. Yes, yeah, certainly, Father, and as from a student perspective and I myself have been on Kairos, I think it's the best thing that Xavier offers. It's just amazing. Um, and I would certainly encourage any students that are listening to ZavChat that haven't been on Kairos to put themselves out there and definitely go on it because you'll regret it if you don't. Trust me. It's just amazing. I think the confidential nature that you just mentioned, Father Chris, sort of amazes me that in the huge gamut of boys in the school, that seems to be just a really well-kept secret that people aren't going to let on as to what happens in the four days? I think they respect the experience and, and how important it is for them and they get why some parts of the experience are, are more confidential than others. And that respective experience, I think Nick was really touching on it last week as well, Shane, uh, voluntary mass. It's not dissimilar, Father Chris, in a way of creating a space for boys to be able to speak of experience uh, and to feel um, safety and comfort and uh, a sense of solidarity within that? I think it's a very similar experience and uh, there's a, a fair overlap with that. Um, the voluntary mass, as it's evolved, has become more about boys speaking about um, their well-being and the experiences that have shaped them and 
the power of others listening so intently. So we've had four of those this year. Um, the chapel's been absolutely packed, people sitting around the altar, um, in, up the aisle, on the floor. Um, and I think that, again, reflects both the power of the experience, but also I think a certain hunger for um, to be able to listen, to to understand, um, and that general focus on well-being that's apparent to, to everyone, I think, especially coming out of COVID. Yeah, for sure, Father. And I especially think that for us boys, being able to listen to these stories that otherwise probably don't really get told all that much, um, it's actually really powerful and it creates those conversations at recess, at lunchtime with your mates um, to check in with them and ask them how they're going um, because I, I suppose the voluntary masses, they reveal that sometimes people are having a bit of a rough time when you don't actually expect these people to be having that rough time so he really encourages us students to support one another and just really look out for one another and ensure that um, everyone's doing well and having a um, going all right yeah listening for understanding is one of the one of the lost art forms isn't it in, in modern society and talking about society you speak often father chris of uh, mental health and well-being and of its importance particularly for this generation coming through um, and you often draw that linkage between good spirituality and good psychology. Just unpack that a little bit more for us. I think one of the gifts that Ignatian spirituality has, and spirituality more generally, is it brings a, a deeper context to some of our discussions around well-being. Um, there's some principles, I think, of Ignatian spirituality around looking to the good first, um, a, the importance of reflection as encapsulated with the examine, but I think above all, cultivating a sense of gratitude. Um, for Ignatius, that's fundamental to his spirituality. And my understanding of well-being is um, seeing the good and, and having that sense of gratitude for life and perspective that, that can bring uh, is so central, I think, to well-being, uh, especially amongst the young. So that's a, a very strong point. Ignatius had this extraordinary statement that, that ingratitude is the greatest of all sins, the origin of all sins, um, which when you think of the possibilities in this space, uh, it's an extraordinary statement. But I think he does capture something of how important um, that is in human life. And I think that goes very well with my understanding of gratitude and you know, relationships. And uh, Shane, as I throw over to you, I'm just conscious of giving the skipper a wrap here. Uh, I've felt throughout the whole term, Nick, you have um, just displayed gratitude. Uh, you've recognised uh, the, the gifts in others and the great accomplishments and in all of the things that Nick's raised with us. It's just been, I felt, a really authentic message of gratitude of this college community. And I find it comes out in Zaverian's constantly. Shane? I couldn't agree more. I think that's really, uh, really well summarised, uh, Bill. So, Father Chris, is there a linkage between spirituality and then well-being and what we might say are the good old Catholic religious values? Are you seeing a Berlin Wall separating them or would the average 18-year-old boy begin to link those things? That's a good question. Um, I think there's obvious links between positive psychology, which is very in with a lot of schools, um, and Ignatian spirituality. I don't think all spirituality is necessarily as open to um, areas around well-being and psychology. Uh, but I think Catholic values in terms of strength of community, primacy of relationships, the importance of 
uh, moral values, etc., um, do feed into well-being if they're done well. And there are many studies which show that belonging to a religious community and um, the commitments that come from that are protective factors for young people. Uh, in America especially, there's been lots of studies in that space. Uh, so I think that's important. Uh, and I think that sense of the other and, and service that comes in with our Ignatian service programs too um, is a really significant aspect in students' perspective and their well-being that they can, um, if you look outwards, it does provide um, important, I, th I think, experiences to uh, help address your own sense of self and self-worth. So why don't we go into that service space a little bit further, Father Chris. Um, number one, this week is a pretty special week on the senior campus. Our Year 12 students have just completed two days of retreat and are on for some careers and then wellbeing opportunity. And our Year 11s, our Year 10s are out on the sticks. Uh, year 9s are doing a beautiful immersion uh, experience with Siena College. Uh, but our Year 11s uh, have Social Awareness Week, which is always deemed, you know, one of the very special experiences. So just again, maybe talk a little bit about you know, the values and the power that you see coming out of that experience for Year 11. I think social activities um, and social awareness week is very much around um, or within the context of the wider Ignatian service program, but not all students get the opportunity to do as many hours as they would like or, you know, everyone's busy. But I think having that week, as I would see it, would have three purposes. There is an educational value, I think, in it, in seeing a wider world and, and for our boys that you know, come from pretty privileged backgrounds and we're in a, a very privileged school. Um, the awareness of the wider world is always important. I think there's a, a specific religious element that our understanding of faith is that it's a faith that does justice and that our commitment to the common good and to social change um, is linked to faith and so that feeds into that. Um, but then I think there's there's just that wider learning to come from being with people in need in their own communities, uh, whether they be um, children with special needs or in aged care homes or the poor on the streets, wherever. Um, the boys themselves learn something from that experience. And I think it's um, it does, again, widen their horizons, um, depth, their sense of self. Um, they learn from by learning to serve. And I think that's got a value in itself apart from the religious and educational things. So I think there's three levels, it's, it seems to me, it has value. So, Father Chris, what exactly do you love about being um, the rector here at Xavier and what makes the job so special and what's your favourite parts of it? Uh, Nick, I enjoy most aspects of the role. Um, I still enjoy teaching, uh, even Year 9 History, their special group. Um, I enjoy uh, the accompaniment of young people. There's something I think fundamentally exciting about being with the young as they grow, as they explore ideas, as they explore uh, their own selves. And I think it is an exciting and interesting time and challenging time to be involved in education. And the sacramental side of being a priest, uh, of being this last Sunday, I did both a baptism and a wedding and uh, being with people in those special moments, as well as the sadder moments around death, their opportunities of... of um, that don't come along all that often in ordinary life of, of being with people at their most um, 
most precious times, and that's a very special part of the role, I think. Now, Father, this is a serious issue that I think we all need to address. How did you end up being an Essendon supporter? Me, a proud Collingwood man, and just tell us how you ended up being an Essendon supporter. I had a conversion experience, Nick. Um, the first uh, Aussie Rules game I went to in 1978, I think, at the old AFL Park, was Essendon versus Richmond. I went as a Richmond supporter, but Essendon was so badly done by by the umpires, I changed during the game. And of course, it was the era of the baby bombers just starting, so it was a good time. But I, I do have to remind you, Nick, that while you're a Collingwood supporter, a certain morning you wore the Essendon colours after becoming college captain. Um, so you might have to explain that later. Um, well, yeah, this is the story. Um, so father called me saying, now, Nick, um, I'm going to give you an option. You can either give up being a Collingwood supporter or be the college captain. And I chose to be college captain. So then father, um, we had a free, it was footy colours day a few um, days later and father came up to me and I was wearing my Collingwood Guernsey, my Collingwood scarf. And it was like, you can't be wearing that. You don't go for Collingwood anymore. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know really. So then father made me wear a, an Essendon scarf as punishment um, for the remainder of the day. So there you have it. But because I was lucky enough to see Barack Obama uh, in the week and he spoke also of, a, of an absolute conviction and belief in youth uh, and in the fruits of this young generation coming through, it was quite inspiring. And I loved the words you were uh, you were advancing there. Um, last question from me: You know, our world and modern society at times seems to be um, you know struggling with formalised religion. It's um, it's whether you look at attendance at mass or uh, sacramental life or engaging in parish life, etc. Uh, and yet, our young people. Um, probably seem more questioning, more curious, more open, uh, more inclusive and caring and willing to forgive, uh, and, and maybe then more curious with the spirit and their spirituality. So you know, what, what do you see in our Xavier students? And you know, what are your thoughts on um, how we can best offer our students a faith journey? Um, I, I think you're right. I think, well... Uh, we've lost a lot of our tradition and there are uh, enormous issues around church and engagement of everyone, uh, but especially the young. Uh, in terms of their own spirituality and their own openness, there's little baggage compared to previous generations. Um, I think they are open to invitation and they respond very generously to invitation, but they're not going to attend as a matter of form or custom. So there's got to be ways of, of offering key experiences and um, bringing them in the door through invitation. And I think that's the struggle and challenge for church. Um, so I'm hopeful in many ways. I think they get the idea of a faith that does justice and the values behind that. Um, you know, increasingly fragmented and polarised society. I think the values around community and belonging that church at its best uh, articulates has meaning and resonates. Um, and I, I think in a world where there is uh, so much complexity, um, an intelligent faith does offer a real compass and a real possibility of um, support and leadership that uh, has relevance to this generation. Uh, whether it be areas around environment and justice through to well-being, as we've spoken about, 
to the, the big questions around the problem of evil and suffering and meaning in life that I think uh, faith in God and a discipleship of Jesus offers uh, deep meaning and possibility. So here we are on the uh, brink of uh, the high point of uh, the church's year. Your busiest few days of the year, is it, Father Chris? No, my quietest few days right? of the year, okay. uh, because school's on holidays. Um, I will be going to the local parish, uh, just like everyone else as a parishioner, and sitting in the pews and watching, perhaps with a critical eye, the priest uh, with the ceremonies. But no, in terms of... of uh, doing the job, as it were, it's a, it's a very quiet time for me. Well, I think the boys and the families, Bill, are pretty lucky to have Father Chris leading the school with you, and uh, it's just been a, a wonderful few minutes. Yeah, Father, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it, and from all the students, um, you are one of the most loved staff members, I think. Um, everyone really appreciates all the work that you do and just the wise figure that you are for all of us students, so thanks very much. Incredibly, this is a wonderful chat, Father Chris, and and you're so true that uh, you know the boys um, love you as an individual, Father Chris, but also in what you offer them and your care for them. Uh, I'm conscious you're going off to mass now, and it'll be one of about 250 pre masses that you would say over the course of a year. Yeah, we we schedule well over 200 masses here a year between the boarders' mass and house masses and the various class masses of Burke Hall, etc. So it's uh, for me, it's it's the uh, keystone or the anchor for me during a year and it's uh we're, we're lucky to be blessed by an extraordinary music program that provides support and a generosity of the boys who who will step up in every aspect of it it's it's one of the the delightful parts of being at Xavier so we'll let you get to mass father Chris and, and that's over at Burke Hall this morning uh, which is terrific and Nick I reckon it's time to go with you and around the grounds um well Currently, there's actually a lot of the students off the grounds this week as it's activities week. So um, the year nines are sort of on campus and off campus. They're traveling all around Melbourne with Siena College and they're looking at different aspects of social justice. And then they're coming together to create a social entrepreneurship sort of project where they put forward an idea and the best one sort of wins. So they're creating a bit of a shark tank type of pitch. Um, the year 10s, they're on camp at the moment, so they're all dispersed all around the regional Victoria and um, having a great time there, I'm sure. Um, the year 11s are on Social Awareness Week, which is where um, all different uh, year 11 students get to go out and participate in different social justice activities. So like last year, I got to go to Andale School, which is a um, special school just in Kew, and it was an amazing experience. Um, very, very good. And then all the year 12s, I've got a few things on this week. We've, I've just come back from Year 12 Retreat, uh, which was great fun. Um, so those are all with your houses. And then today we've got a careers expo and then tomorrow is Wellbeing Day. So everyone's doing a little, everything a little bit differently this week, but um, I think it should be a great week for all. So, yeah, there it is. Another episode of Zav Chat loads by. So when you hit us on Spotify, hit that follow button. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Zavchat.